This is the Sergio Rodriguez Show. Welcome, everybody, to the Sergio Rodriguez Show, a show unlike any other. Today, week five in the NFL breakdown, not to mention that we're going to discuss the Major League Baseball scenario, which is obviously getting kick-started now with the second round that is going on. That's going to be obviously an interesting topic moving forward as we get going here on the show. Not to mention that we have to discuss, we have to discuss some of the races that are already taking shape five weeks into the season. Because a lot of clarity can come week six, depending on some of the scenarios and some of the games that are going to be playing that are going to be playing this week or played this week, I should say. The Sergio Rodriguez picks four and three this week. You know, it's funny because we went four and oh to start during the one o'clock games. All three four o'clock games lost. And the funny thing is that the two of the games were overs, right? We had the over in Kansas City and the over in the Eagles game. And the Eagles game was, the, the total was 50. It was 31 points at the half, so it was trending over. And the other game was at 26 at the half. It was right on the number. And so to lose both of those and not at least go 5-2 and two after a 4-0 and oh, 1 o'clock slate was tough. Tough to take for someone who takes pride in giving winners to the audience. But before we get started, Triangle Link. Triangle Link is the leading manufacturer in the screen printing industry, delivering the finest inks for over 35 years. Check them out at TriangleLink.com or call them at 1-800-524-1592. Paramus Driving School. Safety and professionalism begins with Paramus Driving School, serving the North Jersey area like no other. Contact them at ParamusDrivingSchool.com or call them at 201-986-8300. As you can see on Instagram, because like we mentioned to our audience who listens to the podcast, we are going to try some, we've been trying something, it's been going great getting a lot of positive feedback, but we're on Instagram live. If you have a question, shoot it forward during the show. I will try to answer it on Instagram, but uh, it is, and, it, and it's been a different medium. It's weird for a guy who did radio all those years to do a podcast was weird enough, but now to do the show on Instagram live is also something pretty, pretty different for me. But let's get started. Chicago 40 to 20 over Washington on Thursday night. Look, give credit to the Bears. They went into Chicago, into Washington. And remember that these Thursday night games, traditionally, since they started playing all these Thursday night games, have been dominated by the home team. Dominated by the home team. They went in there jumped on Washington early, and unlike the week before, didn't blow the lead. Bad job by the team formerly known as the Redskins. Terrible job. They had an opportunity 
to really set themselves up to have interesting games in the month of November. And now, if you look at their schedule, how do you even take this team serious? And I want to hear from you, Lake Lewis, because you cover that team. You spend a lot of time around that team. And all you do is tell me that this team is for real. Every year you tell me this team's for real. They're a bunch of frauds. Bunch of frauds. The 49ers, 42 to 10 over Dallas. I told you guys last week to be careful jumping on the Dallas bandwagon because there's something that jumped out at me two weeks ago and I brought it up when we were talking about the games moving forward for this week. The Cowboys are a different team on grass. And you saw it once again. If they do not, if you cannot get them on, if if you can avoid getting them on turf, they're just a different team. They look slower to the ball defensively. Offensively, they don't have the same rhythm they had the, 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 the years before. I know everyone had an issue with the offensive coordinator, particularly the head coach. Obviously, he fired him. But that offense looked better before than it does now. Particularly in the red zone, where Dallas has been really bad. And this week, it didn't even matter because they didn't even get there. The Jags, 25-20 over Buffalo. The Jacksonville Jaguars were one of my big plays for the year this weekend. And I have another one, another one is for this week. And I'm going to give it to you guys later on when we do the picks at the end of the show. I have a lock for you guys. I gave Jacksonville last week and I'm going to give it again. I see my guy, Rob Stern, one of the best coaches in the state of New Jersey, is chiming in here on Instagram. He says, Dallas issues, not the grass. Play calling brutal and Dax thinks. Okay. A. I think the grass is a problem. B, the play calling is a problem. And C, Dak does stink. So yeah, we're all right. We're all right. All, on all three, we're correct. Colts, 23 to 16 over Tennessee. Richardson again hurt. That's been a topic of conversation the first couple of weeks. He's having trouble finishing these games. You have to understand the game in the NFL is not like college. We have to keep an eye on that moving forward. They do get Taylor back now. He comes back and he's ready to go now. Got his money. Let's see where that team goes moving forward. But now they get Taylor back and they might have lost the quarterback. The Saints, 34-0 over the Patriots. Good job by the Saints, but that's not the story here. The story here is... Where does New England go right now? It might be time for Belichick to move on. And I know it sounds like it's blasphemy to say to get rid of that guy. I'm not saying you get rid of him. I'm saying you sit down and you say to him, hey, do you want to just be the GM? Or hey, do you want to go coach somewhere else and we'll facilitate it? Because the fact is, the team's going nowhere. He seems, I I don't know if it's probably disconnected is the best word. He seems disconnected with what's going on. Not that he was ever one of these big emotion guys, but he just looks like 
He wants no part of the quarterback. Two weeks in a row already going to the backup. That in itself is setting up to be a bad breakup. So why let it get to that point? Make a move now. And everybody leaves happy. But there's a lot of issues in New England. More issues. And I was wrong on that one. Because a lot of people told me that things were looking better at camp than they had in a couple of years. And I drank that Kool-Aid. I drank that Kool-Aid as much as the Giant fans drank the Kool-Aid about them being any good this year after after last year. Pittsburgh, 17-10 over Baltimore. I always tell you every every year that Baltimore is a bunch of frauds. I, I, I don't know how many times to tell people, stop betting Baltimore. Stop telling me Baltimore is going to a Super Bowl. And again, they prove it on the field, losing to a bad Pittsburgh team when that game should not even be a contest. Shouldn't even be a contest. But Baltimore, first team all frauds. Every year they do the same thing. And it didn't change on Sunday. Atlanta, 21-19 over the Texans. Give Atlanta credit. We spoke about them early in the year, and we spoke about how the schedule shaped up a lot for them, similar to New Orleans, right? Being in the same division. And they go they go into the season with some better expectations. They got a running back. They felt that they could get more consistent quarterback play. They're getting it done. And right now, give them credit. The Texans had been playing well, and Atlanta took care of business. Detroit, 42-24 to over Carolina. Detroit, another team that everyone was on. Everyone was on, and they're 4-1 right now, and they're looking every bit like the class of that league, which we thought they were going to be. And they're the one team that because their schedule's softer than Philly, could throw a monkey wrench into the playoff scenario with home field, which I think Philly will need more than San Francisco. So just keep an eye on that one. Miami 31-16 over the Giants. The Giants are atrocious. We know that. But Tua kept them in the game by himself. He played terrible. I know the numbers in terms of yardage are going to tell you different, but Tua was not good. They beat the Giants by two touchdowns because the Giants are just that bad. But they were not sharp. Miami was not sharp on Sunday. And Tua definitely wasn't sharp. Cincinnati 34-20 over Arizona. Give Cincinnati credit, man. They got off the deck. And again, going back to the Ravens, Here are the Ravens with a chance to basically take a stranglehold on that division. They let everybody now creep back. And in that division, Cincinnati is the team. Cincinnati's the team. You don't want to be putting Joe Burrow in a situation where he has life after that team started so badly. 
And I thought, honestly, I thought they were going to go on the road and lose to Arizona. That was one of the three losses on the weekend. Philadelphia, 23-14 to 14 over the Rams. Philly keeps winning and not looking sharp. But what's the mark of a good team? Keep winning. And that's what they're doing. Give them credit for that. They gave up 17 points in the first half, or 14 points in the first half. They're down 14-10. They drive the length of the field, punch one in right before the half, 17-14, and they pitch a shutout in the second half. Good for them. Good performance by the Eagles in terms of the result. Even though, like I said, I, I just, I don't even think they're firing on all cylinders right now. Hertz has not been good. The offense has been spotty, but they've done enough to get it done. The Jets, 31-21 over Denver. We all knew the storyline coming in with the coaching stuff that was said. Uh, look, here's what I'll say about the Jets. Right now, the best thing I can tell you about the Jets is this. They are getting the most out of what they have. And if I'm a coach and somebody tells me that, I've done my job. I'm not telling you that Salah is this great, unbelievable coach. I'm not, okay? By all intensive purposes, he's underachieved in this job and he could be fired by the end of this year. But when you look at what the Jets have now, after the Rodgers injury, the way they played Kansas City, they go on the road and beat Denver. Right in the last two weeks after the New England debacle and the Dallas beatdown, they kind of righted this ship where they're getting the most out of what they have. And that's all that you can ask. Kansas City, 27-20 over Minnesota. Minnesota, see, you know, last year, Minnesota found a way to win every game that they could. Everything went right for them. This year, they're going back to being the team that was there for the previous 20 years. They're finding ways to lose games. You can't make it up. They blew the game against the Chargers. And now this game, how many times were they going to get an opportunity to put the ball in the end zone and they couldn't. And now Jefferson is out for a while. The Raiders, 17-13 over Green Bay. Check this out. Jordan Love, the last couple of first halves, has been brutal. Now, to be fair, he was actually bad in the second half. But if you really want to get cynical with this, three weeks ago I told you that I thought Green Bay had found a quarterback, someone that can continue the lineage that had been started by Favre and Rodgers. I'm probably still a little higher on Jordan Love than some of the people because they've jumped off the bandwagon. But I will tell you that he's going to have to produce because that's a game that Green Bay has enough talent to win and should win. And if they win that game, it changes the landscape of that division. because. The way the NFC is shaping up, you can get into the playoffs with nine wins. 
and that was a game that could keep them out of the playoffs. And I, and I dropped that loss right on the lap of Jordan Love. Right on the lap of Jordan Love. You know, like I mentioned, the picks, we went four and three. And we're going to go over the lines for next week, which will be fun. But I want to touch on a couple of baseball scenarios here before we move forward. Texas is up 2-0 in a series, and they're playing Baltimore. Let's get a score on that right now. Okay, they are up 6-0 in the third inning. So it looks like they are about to punch that ticket into the ALCS. Houston went up 2-1 today with a win. Give Minnesota credit. For the last bunch of years, they've been terrible. In fact, I thought they came in like on an 18-game losing streak into the playoffs. Phenomenal job round one. Doing well competing in this series. Second, or thirdly, Arizona's got a 2-0 lead on the Dodgers. Phenomenal season by the Dodgers, but no Urias, no Bueller. The pitching just looks weak, cannot compete. I just can't see them winning three games in a row here. Now, this has nothing to do with Arizona being good, but this does have a lot to do with the lack of pitching. They don't have a guy that you can just bank on that's going to go get you a game. And that, to me, is an issue when you're trying to come from behind. But let's talk about the series that matters here. Philly and Atlanta. Philly might have lost the series last night when they lost that game. You win game one. Now look, I get it. A Philly fan might say to you, might say, okay, when you went into the series, you said if we could just get one game in Atlanta, we'll be good. Yes, I'm not going to deny that. But here's the issue with that. When you get the type of performance that Wheeler gave you through the first six, and now you go into the seventh inning with a 4-0 or 4-1 lead, now you're saying to yourself, well, damn, now we got a chance to win this. And when you won game one, you had your two guys throwing game two and game three. That was the opportunity to knock out the champion. Because to me, Atlanta is the best team here. You had a chance to knock them out. And you failed. You let them off the deck. Darno hits the two-run homer to make it 4-3. Riley, who's got Riley, who's had a phenomenal year, hits the homer to put them up 5-4. You had the game basically won. You out hit Atlanta 9-4. And you find yourself in a 1-1 tie. That's rough. You're going to have to beat them again. And I don't mean in the game. I'm talking about if you won that game, you probably won the series. Now you gave up that. Now you're going to have to win this series twice. 
that could be an issue. And I had Philly going in to this series. Uh, Romeo 14 says, if it happens, Houston versus Texas, who you got? <sighs> I mean, look, it's hard to bet against Houston in that type of a series. But Texas seems to be playing with a lot of mojo now, right? They seem to have a lot of bounce in their step. So we'll see what happens. I see somebody, uh, one one glit one says, Olsen still hasn't found his swing in these in the series, but he will. Listen, Atlanta has not hit in general. Atlanta has not hit in general. But Atlanta is the best team. Let's make no mistakes about it. Atlanta for 162 has been the best team. They have the best lineup, the best talent top to bottom. But in these short series, the game changes a little. And Philly is a prime example of that because they're equipped to win a short series. They got two front of the rotation guys and plenty of big moment guys like Bryce Harper. Who, by the way, made a terrible base running mistake yesterday. On that type of ball, you get to second base and you have to wait because you're probably going to score anyway if the ball hits the wall and bounces off. He treated that like there were two outs. No need for that. But Philadelphia let Atlanta off the deck. You're going to have to beat them a second time after you had them beat already. You had them beat. Let's look at the plays for next week. Let's look at these lines and see what we got going on here for next week's plays. But before we read off the lines, let's let you know that the gambling portion of the Sergio Rodriguez show is brought to you by Stan Sports Center. Stan Sports Center is your local full-service authorized team dealer for all of your favorite sports brands. Family-owned and operated, Stan's has proudly supplied apparel, uniforms, equipment, varsity jackets, and much more for the entire tri-state area since 1946. Find them online at stansportsctr.com and contact them today for your sporting goods needs. By the way, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I'm wearing my University of Albany jacket today given to me by my guy, Joe uh Coach at softball coach at Albany, my guy, big supporter of my softball organization and uh, the future home of Haley Eric Yellow. Although she's going to have issues with me pronouncing her last name, but that's how I pronounce it. It's Eric Yellow, although she'll tell you it's Eric Yellow, but it's Eric Yellow. Kansas City, well, it's Thursday night. Kansas City's a 10.5-point favorite. Totals 47.5. Thursday night games tend to go home team. We know it's going to go that way. But divisional game, that total indicates that the game's going to go over. So, but be careful. Don't go too crazy because those divisional games, they know each other very well. Baltimore's a four-point favorite on the road at Tennessee. Totals 41. I like the under just looking at the number. 
Atlanta's a two and a half point favorite. The total's 42. I will tell you, you probably get a bounce back performance from Washington in that game based on the fact too that they have 10 days to prepare. But it's a game that I probably would not touch. Minnesota's a two and a half point favorite on the road at Chicago. The Bears are definitely the play. A winning streak for Chicago after this week. Cincinnati's a three-point favorite at home over Seattle. One of the most interesting games, probably the most interesting game, the, the one that I wouldn't that I'm most interested in watching this weekend. Sam Friend, five and a half point favorite on the road against Cleveland. The total's 37 and a half. The total seems low, but if you like the under, you then you have to take the five and a half points in that game. New Orleans is a one and a half point favorite on the road at Houston. Houston is the play, believe you me. Jacksonville is a four point favorite at home. The total's 45 and a half. That's a game that you want to stay away from. That line seems low. Unless Vegas already knows the quarterback is playing. Miami's a 13 and a half point favorite. The total's 48 and a half against Carolina. I would probably tell you the overs to play only because the 48 and a half seems high for a game involving Carolina. Detroit is a three point favorite. The total's 44 at Tampa Bay. Last week, I told you Jacksonville is one of the Sergio Rodriguez special plays for the year. This is another one. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a huge, huge play in the Sergio Rodriguez picks. Do not, under any circumstances, avoid betting them this week. The Rams are a seven-point favorite at home. The total is 49-and-a-half against Arizona. The over looks good there. Philadelphia is a seven-point favorite on the road at the Jets. The total's 41. I might have to take the Jets here for one reason and one reason only if I were to bet this game. Philadelphia does a lot of damage on the ground. They have not thrown the ball well. I don't see them throwing the ball any better in this game because the Jets' corners are actually pretty good. There's going to be a lot of running. I would say the Jets on a backdoor cover, let's say they're, you know, down by 13 and they get a late score or something like that. But I definitely like the under also in that game. Buffalo's a two-touchdown favorite. 14 points. The total's 45 against the Giants. Buffalo's the play. I just can't see the Giants staying within 14 points of this team. And then the Monday night game, the Cowboys are, and first of all, let's go back to this. The Giants are on primetime TV again. I mean, the NFL really hates his audience, putting the Giants on TV on Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. I mean, my God. The Dallas, another team that shouldn't be on Monday night. Dallas is a two-point favorite on the road at the Chargers. The Chargers are the play in that game I like the Chargers and I do like the over in a bounce back offensive day for the Cowboys I just I could see them scoring 25 or 30 but I could see them giving up 30 or 33 
on that surface. Remember that from now on, hey, sweet Jane, how are you? Remember that from now on, we are going to be doing the show every Tuesday night on Instagram live. Feel free to join in and chime in and and let us know if you have any questions. If you have any questions during the week leading up or after the games on Sunday, make sure you send them through Instagram. We got to do that again. I had a good time answering those questions the last time we put that out there. So I believe that we're going to do it again. Remember that you've been listening to the Sergio Rodriguez show, a show unlike any other.